everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Wow. So, my, my, hold on. I'm being too loud. I can see it on the waveform. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> okay. How's this? I think this is good. You sound fine to me. Okay, but I'm talking to you through the headphones, Mike. These people, the listeners, oh. they get this microphone. And it was too loud. Well, right, who guys? cares about them? Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> All right. Let's do... See, that was too loud, too. Okay, I'm backing up. Okay. We're such a professional podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do personal check-ins. What are you about to do? What's going on in your personal life? I, um, I, well, I'm going to the Toronto International Film Festival this weekend. Yay! And I am so psyched. I could not begin to tell you how pumped I am to go. I believe it, man. I haven't been to Canada since I was, like, eight. Oh, I've never been to Canada. I, as far as I can remember it, it's... I went to, I went on a cruise to Alaska, and one of the stops was in Canada. Uh-huh. And I just remember, we, it was, like, not even, like, it was, like, a fishing village. Like, that was kind of also had, like, gift shops and stuff. Yeah. Like, cities where people stop, or, like, ports for cruise sh- cruise ships are always, like, super touristy. Right. I don't recommend any of the ones in Mexico or Honduras, or Guatemala, or anything like that. They're like, go to actual cities there, because if you go to the ports, you feel like garbage. I felt so yeah. disingenuous. Yeah. I agree with Beth. Anyway. Um, my personal check-in is that I started school... Wait, did I start... I had already started school last time we recorded. I don't remember. Me neither. I started school. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to make five short films this semester. Ooh. Um... Oh, I bought five fish oh, yeah. two days ago. You Snapchatted me that. Yeah. But uh, we went to Walmart with some friends, and the fish were in really bad condition, so I bought all of them. Oh, and so I, I didn't five, know that. Yeah. They were, they were really bad. It was... It, like, I'm a really level-headed person for the listeners. Like, I don't, like... I don't even get super happy a lot of the time. Like, I'm not It's true, she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just super, like, in the... I mean, I guess that's not true. But, like, as far as, like, losing my shit, I don't really do that. I lost my shit in this Walmart. I could not control myself. Did you tell someone? No. I just bought them all, and then I'm going to start a petition. So, everybody's got to sign it. (laughs) We'll tweet it. We'll tweet about it. I'm going to start a petition, because they shouldn't... Listen, they no. shouldn't be selling fish, okay? That's they animal shouldn't be doing abuse. It. I lost it. My friend Jacob was with me, and Jacob was like, hey, you need to calm down. <laughs> and I was like, it's about the fish! So I have five fish now. My roommates took one each, and then my friend Jacob, the aforementioned Jacob, took one, and then I have two. They're named Butch and Sundance. hey Yeah, I know. Good names, right? Uh... And yeah, that's my update. I'm a pet owner now, so big day, mm-hmm. big moment. And uh, I love them with all of my heart. Good. My sons, my Let's, tiny sons. Yeah, my tiny fish sons. <laughs> and now for the Buffy. And now Guys, on to the matter at hand. This was a good episode. It was I crazy. I loved this episode. I loved it this episode. It was silly. 
It was silly. Uh, by silly, do you mean awesome? Yeah, I just like I just I remember this like thinking ten minutes into the episode, I was like, "Well, this one's got jokes." Yeah, they yeah, just the writing was really right. good. I wrote them all down. The ones that I was like, "Oh my god, this is great writing!" So it funny. was really good writing. I really enjoyed this episode. So it's season two, episode twelve, bad eggs. Bad That's eggs. what it's called, and it was crazy uh let's see what happens so there's this giant like kind of like if a brain and an octopus had a baby it looks like um oh my gosh it looks like someone from doctor who the ouds uh kind of oh my gosh i forgot about the ouds you forgot uh, about the ouds, didn't you? I my haven't older brother Doctor made Who it in years. Same, but last time I saw my older brother, he made a Doctor Who joke, which surprised me a lot. Um, and it was about the ouds, so the ouds are fresh on my brain. No, and it's not that. It's this like large pinkish purplish. It looks like a veiny kind of like pulsating thing, and it has an eye. Anyway, mm. that's what this thing reminded me of. It's called a bazaar, which for all my Harry Potter fans. I know. If you, if you, um, in Harry Potter, a bazaar is a stone from the stomach of a goat. Which I think that's what it is in traditional mythology. Why did a goat eat a stone? It's like, no, it was a stone that was formed inside the goat. I don't know. The goat makes the stone. I think certain animals, depending on, like, what they eat in their stomachs, they form, like, little kind of, like solid things like little solid like balls. kidney stones yeah kind of like, like kidney stones but they're in their stomachs all right i'm with it and i think I'm with goats the program. are one of those and a stone from the stomach of a goat is a bazaar and if you swallow them they can cure most poisons in the harry potter universe i wouldn't recommend cutting open a goat i would go to your doctor if you've swallowed some poison go to the yeah. er call 911 call poison control yeah, that's who you need to call is poison control. 911's going to be like, what do you want us to do yeah, about 9 it? 911's going to transfer you to poison control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skip the middleman. Call poison control. Anyway, so this thing is called a bazaar. I'm not believing it. Um, I liked it. They, uh, it, it was, I was having a bunch. I was kind of sad when it died. <laughs> I, it had a bunch of babies. It. Yeah. It laid and some eggs. And then Mr. Whitmore, who wears a lovely maroon cardigan, he (laughs) is the teacher for the, uh, what is it, Teen Health? Life Sciences or or Teen Health. It's the equivalent to health class. Yeah. And he was giving them actual sex education. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. I was taught abstinence only. What are negative aspects of of sex? Yeah. And, and then, he was, like, talking about it. He wrote the word sex on the board. We were barely even allowed to say the word sex. Um, Welcome to Texas, everybody. <laughs> can I tell you something? I would we love got, it if you told me something. It wasn't me specifically, but in sixth grade we had... So, I feel like it... This might be the same for everywhere in Alabama, but maybe it's the same for public schools everywhere. So, we had one sex ed in fifth grade... One sex ed in sixth grade, which which came in the form of like a, you know, it's like a six-week class that your PE teacher teaches or whatever. No way. Um, yeah, but like, so here's the thing. Um, our, our teacher, our PE teacher, um, now, as, you know, an adult, 
I don't, I'm still, I'm kind of torn because, so she was teaching us, she was being like very like straightforward with us. Mm-hmm. And like, um, well, people were being like really immature as like sex ed. And she would like kind of like we, none of us, we didn't have to like raise our hand and ask questions. Like she would pass around a hat like twice a class or whatever and we would write down questions and put them in and she would pull them out and answer them and like it it was anonymous and stuff like that right and so a lot of people would ask like kind of dirty you know whatever but like questions that could be answered and she wouldn't like she would answer them like she wouldn't think it was a joke she would be like somebody was like what's phone sex and she was like okay well phone sex is when and like she would go into detail Yeah, because if I was in her position and I read that, like, I would be like, maybe some asshole kid wrote this and, like, put it in the hat. But also, maybe some kid heard that word and was like, what is it? And I'd much rather them write it on a piece of paper and stick it in a hat than Google it. Right. So, I'm still... That'd be bad. What happened is she got fired um, because some kids told their parents... Because, like, she was also going into positions and stuff like that. And some kid... um, I don't know who... I still don't know who it was. I'm sure it was a couple. Because I, I bet a lot of people in our class didn't like her. She wasn't a very good PE teacher. She wasn't very nice. Uh-huh. But, um... So some people went home, told their parents what they were learning in sex ed. And the parents complained to the school. And the school fired her. That still... And it was my class. And well, I thought it was hilarious at the time. Because I didn't like her very much. But now, I'm like... Maybe she shouldn't have done that, but also she really wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. I, I was feel taught bad. that you got pregnant when God wanted you to get pregnant. <laughs> so you aren't supposed to use birth control because if you do, that's going against God's will. That's you, what I was taught. Were you homeschooled? I don't remember. I was homeschooled through fifth grade. My mother never told me that. My mother has always been like, this is birth control. This would have gone home. If you have any questions, please ask, but I never asked. Um, yeah, but no, when I went to school, we would, like, ask questions about that, and my teachers would be like, when you get pregnant, it will be God's will. <laughs> and I was okay. like, oh, okay. And then I went to public school, and then I got made fun of, because I was a nerd. <laughs> and I thought that God would get me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went to private school, but that was because 10th grade sucked. Yeah. But then I right. didn't. Um, so, props to Mr. Whitmore for getting real with the kids. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was a... We took the long way around. <laughs> We're taking we the did, long didn't way. we? Everybody got a flash into my horrific junior high years. Um, we are taking... We are, like, doing some nice little strolls to get to yeah. the point here yeah which is fine yeah aren't uh, we all here to learn about each other the opening scene where you first meet the gorches okay so that's a subplot too so there's these two bad guys and they're like they're cowboys they're Hardly from abilene. even bad guys they're hilarious i like them a lot they're from abilene texas represent did they, and so oh, did you i didn't know abilene's in texas or there is oh. an abilene in texas I bet that's it. That I know of. But, yeah, and I noticed their their accents were specifically Texan, too. Not, like, Alabama South. Uh, and so, there they had good accents, Texas unlike accent. some... What? 
There is a certain Texas accent. There is. It's very, I have it. My aunt's name is Hannah. And uh-huh. I say, this is my Aunt Hannah. Aunt Hannah. Instead of, this is my, aunt, I can't even do it, Aunt <laughs> Hannah. Yeah. I said, this is my Aunt Hannah. <laughs> That's how I talk. Um, but yeah, they were some great guys. And the opening scene that they were in is truly some of the worst acting we've seen so far. <laughs> also, the main one, he's like the leader. He's the older brother. He, he raised his younger brother mm-hmm. from a young age, which I respect. I do. And he has a favorite catchphrase. He loves to say, giddy up, before he fights people. Mm-hmm. And he did a great job of that. Very consistent. I liked that. And uh, they were just some great guys. I like They fought in a sewer at one point. And then... Oh, yeah. They were at the end. Dude, that fight scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. That fight scene was spectacular. So... At the end of the episode, dude, we are all over the place in this I episode. I know. You got to roll with it, audience. You got to keep coming. Uh, so they at the very end of the episode, Buffy and Xander are like the only two that haven't, their brains haven't been taken over by the, the octopus the brain. Bizarre. Yeah, I forgot how to say it. So uh, <laughs> the octopus brain uh, is controlling everybody's minds because she laid all those eggs and then the eggs hatch and then there's these little scorpion things which I did not like Mm-mm. which made me love them. I hated looking at them. And then they clamp on to your back and then they control your brain. Yep. And so Xander and Buffy were the last two people and they went down to kill the octopus thing and then the cowboys show up <laughs> and they're like let's fight. And it was awesome. They were, like, fighting each other, and then the ca- the vampires were also like, what is going on here? I know, and, and they then, were fighting They were fighting off the people who were trying to kill Buffy. And I know. It was so funny. It was awesome. It was good. It was really good. Uh, what else are on my notes? Um, dude, you know what sucks? Buffy and the Angel? The fact that Joyce... Oh, God. Yeah, everything's back to normal, everybody. Buffy and Angel are the worst again. Good to be back, because this was the lamest. Oh, my gosh. No, I was so mad at the Joyce subplot. It made no sense. I thought it made sense. I I thought it was annoying, though. I didn't... The thing is, like... So, what was it last time we were talking about Joyce? What was it last week? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I guess it makes sense with Ted... Like, maybe she was, like, carrying some residual. But, like, they were all cool at the end of the episode because Ted turned out to be abusive. I mean, she didn't even know he was a robot, but, like, he did hit her. Yeah, but... I don't know. Because what did she get pissed at? Well, initially initially Buffy forgot to pick up her dress for the dry cleaning. Right, that's what it was. And then, what happened after that? There was a second thing. She she was killing the thing that hatched. Buffy was killing the thing that hatched out of her egg in her bedroom, and then oh, Joyce yeah. came up, and Buffy had just gotten back from slaying, so she was like all dressed in her that slaying seemed, gear. That was that felt to me like a reach. Going from getting annoyed about the dress to being like you're dressed, like getting that mad. Well, she knows that Buffy sneaks out. Mm-hmm. Remember she nailed the she nailed the window shut in oh, yeah. last episode in Ted. And so she knows that Buffy sneaks out, so she came in and Buffy was dressed. So she was like, Are you seriously sneaking out again? Because I'm assuming I'm assuming this happened off screen. I'm assuming that 
Joyce was like, yo, sorry, I nailed your window shut. That dude was crazy. He told me to or whatever. And then, like, took the nail out of her window. Right. As a symbol of trust. This is what I'm assuming happened. I don't know, dude. But it sucks that, that, uh, that Joyce thinks that, like, what I wrote down her quote. It says, don't you, she's like, don't you ever think about anything but boys and clothes? I know. And I'm like, man, that sucks. And Buffy is so, like, like, if I were Buffy, I would just be like, okay, you know what? If it yeah, take, dude. if it's gonna make you stop, like, assuming all these things about me, I don't even care about putting your life in danger. Yeah, dude, I'd tell my mom 100%, because she'd think I was a bad kid. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm like, not a bad kid, I'm just saving the world, you're welcome. I was waiting, before you find out that Giles is all parasite I was waiting for him to be like, Buffy is actually a really good student, and she's a really good person, and stuff like that, but then he like... I knew he was parasite Really? I did yeah. not see that coming. I I knew it. I saw him like, and I was like, "That's not my boy." Everyone gets attacked except for Buffy and Xander, like Cordelia and Willow and and what's Joyce and Giles and and yeah. Jonathan, who you don't even know his name yet, but he's the little. I recognized him. I recognized his face. Um, oh gosh, he's jo- he's Doyle on Gilmore Girls. That's what I. He's know Paris's from. boyfriend. Got it. And also, he created the show Empire. No way! He created it. Good for him. He is living his best life. Like, when I think about, like, breakout stars from Buffy, like, honestly, it's like, Allison Hannigan did pretty well with How I I Met Your Mother. And Sarah Michelle Gellar has done a couple of good movies. Like, she's just kind of, I think she's just banking off of her Scooby-Doo and Buffy money. Right. And and then it's freaking Jonathan who made bank going on two separate really popular teen shows and getting speaking roles and then creating Empire. Yeah, good for Jonathan. I know. I love him. He's like one of my favorites. Every time I see him, I just like feel warm in my heart. I'm like, Jonathan. Does um, he become a larger part of oh, the yeah. group later? Okay. Well, he's not, he doesn't become part of the group, but like it's kind of like... It's like his role in Gilmore Girls. Like, he's a big, he's a really big side character. Right. Or, like, Paris. He's more like Paris in Gilmore Girls. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, did you notice, you're a film editor person thing. Did you mm-hmm. notice that there was a topaz filter over everything? Not the color topaz. Do you remember, like, about in 2011, when on Tumblr all the edits and stuff would have this kind of, like, smoothing filter over them? It would kind of make all the similar colors kind of blend together, and it would smooth all the skin out, but it would make you look, like, kind of fake. Are you talking about, like, on Snapchat filters? Yeah, I mean, kind of, like, yeah, yeah. Some of the Snapchat filters do, like, smooth Mm. your skin out and, like, kind of blur everything together to, like, make you look better. This entire episode had the Topaz filter over it. I like, didn't notice. It I was noticed Cordelia weird. looked really good. Yeah, no, if you... I noticed it, like, almost... Like, when um, Joyce and Buffy were sitting down and eating their food in the mall. Which, by the way, right. no way Sunnydale has a two-story mall. Oh, yeah. No, no way. way. They, they've they always, like... This, this town is, like, supposed to be, like, a small 
southern, not southern, I didn't mean southern, like a small town yeah. in California. It's not supposed to be, like, some big... Maybe they went a few towns over, because I, I grew up, like, in a suburb, but the mall was only, like, 30 minutes away. That's true. Sometimes I would go to Birmingham and go shopping there, because they had big... We had a mall, but we didn't have, like, that mall in, in, the, in Buffy looked kind of, like... I don't yeah, know. It was, it was nice two ball. stories and like more like a galleria. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, it looked like. Um, but uh, oh, um, yeah. So like in the beginning, in the beginning of this episode, it was just joke after joke after joke, yeah, and I dude. was loving it. Like um, <laughs> uh, when they go, so these, so the reason they have these eggs, we didn't even say it. The reason they have these <laughs> eggs is because. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. Well, for do you think that they never make this clear? Um, so he gets these eggs, right? And he and they're all parasitey. Where did he get them? That's be- what I was wondering. Because too. like they are supposed to be like so. You assume that what these parasites when like when they when they clamp onto you and they make you do their bidding. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you they you see in the basement when they're like harvesting these eggs, they're putting them into crates, the like the crates that it looked like he had in the beginning. So like, they're it doesn't make sense. Maybe because like hmm. because okay, so if these if these parasites are making you go and harvest more eggs. To right. hatch more parasites, to mm-hmm. make you go and harvest more eggs, none of it has, there is no end goal. <laughs> none of it makes any sense. That There's really not. I think I think the octopus brain is just kind of going for uh, any Rick and Morty fans out there. Um, there's this character named Unity, and she has like, she has like a hive mind type thing where she like can control like just entire populations, but they're all her. Huh. And so she can talk through, like, any of them. It's a really cool concept. If you've seen the show, you know what I mean. I've been Which, wa- by the way, Beth, you should definitely watch that show. I've been meaning to watch show. it because That's Aaron, it. Aaron and Dan talk about it a lot on Game Grumps. That show is amazing. The ideas on that show are, like, are unlike anything, anything I've ever seen. <laughs> that dude is a gifted, a gifted writer. Um, so let's go through some of the lines I have. Uh, Giddy Up was a recurring <laughs> one. Big fan. Um, okay, so they get the eggs. No, That's we what didn't. We were talking yeah, about. we didn't okay. say why they got the eggs. So they, they got get the, the eggs, eggs to teach them the importance of responsibility and parenting. Yes, that's what they like. Are if given you the have sex for. and you get pregnant, you will have a baby child to cart around with you. Yeah, that is the point. And it's like any egg thing. Any any like Saved by the Bell plot like you've ever seen except this time they were aliens (laughs) yeah classic buffy Mm -hmm. um so they're talking about they all get their eggs and then buffy missed class because she was dealing with slayer stuff and then xander and willow come and find her to bring her her egg and uh he's like xander's talking about what you do and he's like you know you just raise them with good christian values (laughs) and then willow goes my egg is jewish and he goes, well, then you teach him that dreidel song, <laughs> she, which was awesome. And, and she, like, nods. She's like, yeah. That was an I awesome will. joke. <laughs> and then Xander says, I'm just worried about when I'm going to have to tell him he's adopted. 
and I thought that was really awesome. And then and then Buffy's like, who'd I get stuck with for my partner? And they're like, uh... They, they said, they were like, it's an odd number of people and you weren't there, so <laughs> she goes, I'm a single mother? And that was a really good and one. And Xander is like, with no man of her own. I know, that was a really good one. And then later in the episode, uh, Xander's, uh, or Buffy's talking to Cordelia, and Buffy's like, Cordelia, did your egg do anything weird? And she goes, she goes, it's an egg, Buffy. It doesn't emote, which was hands down the best line that we've gotten from an episode of Buffy. I wrote It's an that egg, down. Buffy. It doesn't emote. In what context would you ever hear those words in that order? It doesn't emote. It doesn't emote. Uh, and then right after that, Xander says capiche to her. And she goes, Capiche? What are you, a world traveler? <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. Um, oh, Xander, when, uh, so everybody gets, like, taken over by the egg things, and then uh, Xander and Buffy get knocked out and left in a closet with some of the eggs. Yeah. Uh, to, like, they were supposed to be, like, taking taking them over. Buffy sees them, drops a toolbox on them to kill them, and then kicks the door open, and Xander was like, oh, thank you. And I thought that was really funny. His <laughs> delivery of it was good. Oh, um, and then when... So he um, he gets knocked in the head. Um, when they get knocked out and put in the closet, he gets knocked in the head. And there's this funny, like, kind of, like, 30-second bit where he's talking about this lump he got on his head. Um, yeah, and, he's like, I have a peninsula on my head. Yeah. And then later, so, um, later when there are fighting, Buff, um, Xander's fighting Willow... Not Willow. No, is he's it fighting Willow? Cordelia. Well, it's Willow and Cordelia, or, or is it someone else in Cordelia? Anyway, anyway. It's Cordelia. It's definitely... But it's two people. It's like Willow and Cordelia. Yeah. No, the other girl, the the other person was a nobody. Really? Okay. And, yeah, and yeah, Xander and just Cordelia, grabbed her Cordelia. and like, threw her to the ground, and then he was like, I don't want to hurt you, Cordelia. And then she hits him, and he was like, that was my bump! And then he hit her. And then he punches her. The, which was pretty cool. Oh, man. I kind of liked him seeing, or I like seeing him punch Cordelia. <laughs> she was a little bit racist in when? this episode. Um, so, oh, what'd she say? So, um, she, uh, they're like out in the courtyard. It's when, it's after Buffy asks her if her egg oh. is okay. And then she goes up to this black girl and she goes, hey, is your hair real? No, she goes, oh my god, is that your real hair? Oh, that's it, that's it, yeah. Is that no, your real that's, hair? At the time, like, that's a pretty big deal in black culture. It's like, it's like a point of pride. Yeah? So, I, I didn't think it was racist from my understanding of it. I don't know. But I saw it as when you go up to a black person and you're like, can I touch your hair? Well, she didn't ask to touch it. She I was know. saying it looks I, I good. Thought it, I, I saw it on the same side as that. I don't know, though. I'm not mm. black. I cannot speak to it. If we have right. any black listeners, please weigh in. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you think it was racist, please tell us. Yes. My understanding of it is that, like, uh, like it's, like, a big deal to have your own hair, to, like, not have a weave put in. Mm-hmm. And so if people are like, oh, my God, is that your real hair? You can be like, yeah, bitch, it totally is. <laughs> And that's how my little sisters are black, and like their other black friends will be like, "Is that your real hair?" And my sisters are like, "No, it's a weave." <laughs> so we'll see. But if you are black and you are listening to this, let us know. We uh, genuinely mean that. 
Yes, please. Tweet us up. Um, I, something, what else? Something I noticed. I noticed a, a couple of background things that I thought were kind of funny. This was like a blink and you miss it thing. But when they were looking up the Gorches, who, by the way, are Canadian and from California. What? Lyle is Canadian and Rec- what was it? Rectum? Tector? Tector? Tector is from California. So The actors? Yes. Oh, I, was, I thought you meant the real no, people. And no. I was like, no, dude, they're from Abilene. We just <laughs> talked about this. No, I was like, because I was like, they never hire real Southern people to be Southern. So I looked them up, and sure enough, one of them. There's no representation. Oh my God. No representation for the South. I know. They're going to secede. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Just when kidding. when Texas was talking about seceding for like Dude, the 29th time. I remember time, that. And my my cousins live in San Antonio and I was like, I'm going to need a passport to visit them. Yeah. Dude, I knew people. People were sitting in my class being like, I hope we secede. Who <laughs> needs this country? And I'm like, we do. <laughs> we need this country. You and me. We're sitting right here right now needing this country. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> And they would always be like, you don't know what you're talking about. I always got called a hippie in high school. I get called a hippie now, too, just because I don't like wearing shoes and because I don't want Texas to secede. Yeah, well. Apparently, that makes you a hippie. Um, but uh, the Gorches, um, why did I bring this up? They're Canadian and, and before Californian. That, before then. The Gorches, they were looking up a picture of them, yes, and there was something funny in, in the background. And... I this isn't really funny. It's just something I um, I noticed the uh, text in the book. They were they were focusing on the picture, right? But the text in the book cited the New York Times. Oh, good. Yeah, it was like yeah, all so you I know saw were the words in the New York Times, and I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know the New York Times has been around. A long time. I don't. I don't know if you guys knew this, but every major newspaper in America is run by demons. Yep. Can confirm as a journalism Southern graduate demons student that aren't even American. Yeah. Um. But anyway, there the other um, the other thing I noticed was <laughs> it's just so goofy. Um. I saw a, there was a sign in the background of, like, they were in the hallways of the school, and there was a sign in the background that said, Crazy Super Neato Rally. I saw the rally part, but I, I thought it said Pep Rally. I didn't read the whole thing. No, it said, Come yeah, to our Crazy you, Super Neato Rally. Dude, that's how you gotta get students to show up. Gotta make you it think look think of all neato. the adjectives you, yeah, you think of all the adjectives you know, positive adjectives. And then you narrow down the ones that children say, and then you put all of those on your poster. Crazy super neato. This is this, marketing. Oh my gosh. There, guys, I couldn't make this up. If I, There's a lot of high school stories going on in here. Apparently. Um, so, uh, when it came time to sign up for classes in my high school, um, in, you know, in, in April or whatever, uh... A lot of classes would advertise in the hallways. Like, right. So, like, I don't know, like... Sign up French for yearbook. Or whatever, you know. 
Right. And they're, it's similar to what Mr. Whitmore is teaching in this class, um, except it was called, like, you know, it was, like, basically home ec or life sciences. But it was about, like, learning how to have a family. Yeah, we had child development. Yeah. We had yeah, family development. Yeah, That's yeah. What it it was. was basically, it was, like, learning how to take care of kids and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And they obviously let a student make this poster because on this poster, it, first of all, it wasn't even poster size. It was like a 9 by 11 sheet of paper on the wall. Like printer paper? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it had a rainbow on it. And it said, I'm not making this up. I have the picture. I found it recently. To Like, I, I, it said fetish for kids. <laughs> Sign up for whatever class it was what on earth there was a sign in our high school hallway that said fetish for kids question mark fetish for kids sign up for kid fetish 101 (laughs) and we I was with Mr. Whitmore I was I was a junior I think or a senior at that point so I like like I was in theater and we freaking we took field trips to see this sign (laughs) <laughs> Why did the teacher let them put it up? I don't know. I don't That's know. Ins- and we would like, Dude. we spent the entire rest of the year being like, fetish for dead bodies? Try necrophilia. <laughs> like, like, Man, public school is a damn zoo. <laughs> public high school is I don't chaos. believe my high school experience really happened. Yeah, like, I have some stuff like that, too, where I'm just like, how was I just allowed to do these things in front oh of teachers? I did whatever I wanted, probably because I killed their spirits first. Killed a man. Me and my ancestors and the people who have come before me killed their spirits. Okay, I want to take a significant portion of this podcast to emphasize how little... I care about Buffy and uh, Angel. Again, we're going to talk about it? I don't... I I just don't care. Yeah, when she was like, I look into the future and all I see is you. Okay, and that... I I was like, are you serious? You're literally the savior of the overworld. You're... All you think about for your future is this dude. You're not like, oh... I'm literally a superhero. I have more rational, or not rational. They're probably not rational at all, but I have more concise thoughts about this now. Like, really, like, that come from a storytelling point instead of my own personal distaste of Angel. Okay, Um, tell me then. This relationship is in no way earned. They have done nothing Except for tell you that they should be together. And, like, you're just supposed to want it. They kind of did it... They kind of worked for it whenever they were like, But Buffy, he's a vampire. Right? I... Do you count that as earning it? What, What is a relationship that you would count as, like, earned? I think Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec... Oh, is right. an earned that is a relationship. Great example. Every relationship on Parks and Rec is well developed and earned. All right, I, I understand what you're saying. I now. think it takes time. Okay, it takes time, and it takes putting effort into your characters. Yeah, and there's a lot of effort put into Buffy, which is great because she's our main girl. 
but they don't take any time. They the the character development that they do like shove into Angel is like I get jealous and I used to be a bad guy and uh-huh. stuff like that. It never means anything. It never has any gravitas up to this point in the sh- in the show. Like I can like as a viewer I just cannot get on board with that relationship and like it's not that I this doesn't have anything to do with me shipping other things like I think Buffy has other romantic relationships on the show that are earned that do make sense and like and I think I don't know I just I just don't get it and Sarah Michelle Gellar thinks that Buffy should be with Angel forever and I'm like, are you for real? You know better, girl. Really? Like you lived it. I didn't it. know she liked them. Yeah. She um she really I think maybe it's because she was so young. Like she was like 19 or 18 yeah. when she started acting on Buffy and like you know Angel was the first love interest and I'm sure they spent a lot of time together on set um and stuff like that. But she thinks like she someone interviewed her and they were like like, if you would want Buffy to, like, have chosen, you know, so Angel or Spike. If you had wanted Buffy to choose Angel or Spike. And she was like, I think Angel, like, she was just, like, she and Angel was her first love and all this stuff. And I'm like, garbage. Garbage. Yeah, dude. Anyway. Yeah, it's not great. And, like, not I a big want Angel to like fan. it because, like, we've, we've talked about this. I really want to want them to be together. But I resent being told that they should be together. Yeah, I don't like being bossed around. So, like, I... It's not... I don't know. It's not really... This this show, like, this season, some episodes are coming up. I am so excited for you to watch the next... The, so we're halfway... We're halfway through the season now. Okay. I'm so excited for you to finish this season because it is incredible. Things just get better and better and better, and they don't ever stop getting better. It's so good. I know that, uh... Oh, man. What's the other Slayer with the terrible accent? Kendra? Yeah, I know that Kendra is coming back, but I I know that she doesn't really make it out of the season. How do you know that? I Googled her when I was trying to figure oh, out what the actress was you never was Google from. anything! You I should know. never... I That's know, how I, I should found out Charlie you. died on Lost. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, didn't, I don't know how she died. I just know which episode she dies in. I don't even remember which episode. I remember how she dies. It sucks. All right. Looking forward to it. Let's rate the episode. This one. Not the one that Kendra dies in. Um, This one, I'm going to give a seven and a half. What? Yeah. More like nine. Nine? Yeah, dude. Oh my I gosh. I love this episode. This episode was awesome. Dude, Actually, aliens no, and cowboys. No, I'm upgrading it to an eight. Dude, there's aliens and cowboys in the same episode. Is this not the most Caroline episode? Do you like the movie ever? Wild Wild West? I've never seen it. What's that? It's got aliens and cowboys. Dude, I love aliens and, and cowboys. And it has Will, Will Smith, and it's got a really good rap that Will Smith did for the movie. I love Will Smith. It's oh like, my god. The Wild Wild West. When we roll into the Wild Wild West. We t- something this into the Wild Wild West. This episode sounds like a dream come true. It is. 
That's, I mean, the movie, you mean? Yeah. You should watch it. It came out when I was, like, a child. I want to watch it. I'm going to do that. I have to watch a documentary, though. I still have homework to do. Um, yeah, so I gave it an 8. I thought it was, I thought a lot of the writing was good, but I, um, I don't know. Something about it, maybe it was Buffy and Angel. Something maybe. about it turned me off. I loved it. All right, fellas. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> oh, guys, I've been meaning to say this for like four episodes now. Please, if you like us and if you want us to continue making these, please leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. It really helps people find us. Tell us, us. what you think. And you can even, you can say like mean things even yeah. if you want. You can be like, Caroline's too loud and she adjusts her microphone while they're recording. <laughs> You can say things like that. You can say, they talk too much about high school. We would be like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we understand. No, You can say whatever you want. Please, please, please leave us a review. It would right. make me so happy. I check this stuff all the time, and I would just be really happy. And if it was really cool or really nice, might give you a shout-out on the air. <gasps> oh, my God. God, it's the best prize in the I world. Know, the a dream. shout out from us. Oh, that'd be so good for you. Yeah, number six on when you search Buffy on iTunes. Yeah, move us up to number five. We want number five. I know. We're coming for number you. Five number bust. five or bust. Yeah, number five or bust. Even if See you, you don't, next week, Even everybody. if you don't listen to us, which I don't know why, how you would get here if you didn't, but just right. search for us on iTunes. Yeah, do it. That'll move us up move us up the charts okay see you next week (laughs) bye guys bye we're all over the place